This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. All right, I'm Denise Lodge. I'm a digital lead with EPAM. Designers switching to Agile with Denise Lodge. This series started with episode 150. So how's a product manager role different from a product owner? We've talked a little bit, but let's, you know, what, what else would you add to that? Um, hmm. One example or one way to think about this is, you know, uh, Denise, you were the product owner. I'm just, let's just make it official right now uh, in that past situation. Yeah. And then there was an official product manager. When would the product manager have to bring you along to meet someone? And when would he just handle it himself? And when would you go somewhere to handle something and the product manager may not be necessary to be there? The product manager would bring me along when it was something new, something that we knew we would have to go back to the stakeholders with design. We knew that it was going to be big budget type of thing. So it might take up, you know, order of the year or something for the team. We'd want to have those stakeholder meetings and and really dig in and understand what we need. What is it that they're actually trying to achieve? What is the measure by which we'll be successful? Those kinds of things. So the product manager would bring me into those types of meetings because then I'm on the ground with the team working to try and make sure that we're keeping those goals in sight and um, and focused on on that. Anytime we had a design where for that particular thing that we had to share, say it was a, a new initiative, a new offering, um, that kind of thing, and we needed their buy-in, the product manager and myself would go. When it was planning for the year what are all the things that I need to strategically plan to guide my team through this year? The product manager did that on his own. So they would go and, and sort of work with the various stakeholders and leaders to really build a picture of what his overall strategy is for the year. I didn't need to be involved in that. I'm more about how to execute against that big strategy, right? So when he hands me a story that says, let's have a digital key <laughs> or whatever it may be, right? Uh, how do I increase uh, searches for event space on our site? I know why they're asking for that and how important it is. So I can weight it in a different way. And I can determine how much user research we need to put against it, for example. Why can't it be one person doing both of these roles? That's a good question. I don't know about that. Products, let's say product manager... I think because they are trying to look much farther ahead than we're actually acting, because they're filtering that stakeholder guidance down to us, right? They don't want stakeholders in our room. They don't want, you know, stakeholders coming and bugging the team every day. That would be counterproductive to, to the process. <laughs> stakeholders, yeah, tend to to go off on tangents and and rethink where they're what they're doing that kind of thing. So he kind of manages that. Like he he gets their input but he sets the vision, right? And uh, and then sort of moves forward on that until he hears something that really changes the direction he's taking things. And then he he goes about chasing that around. That stuff 
I don't have time to do or anyone on the team has time to do. We need to look at what's right in front of us, right? So not just the, the sprint that we're working in, but also getting things ready to be built. So, you know, how are we taking those opportunities and breaking them down and, and getting them ready for sprints? Okay. I guess that's the difference. <laughs> I can totally imagine. I can imagine, you know, personally, I can imagine cases where maybe a product owner could handle both of these, but the but it comes down to, can you? And uh, I don't know enough, you know, examples in my head about where it's feasible to do that or not. So I think when you're really doing something that's brand new, maybe there's a lot more meetings you have to go to from, from the source of requirements, uh, uh, meetings with people to, to, to work things out. And mm-hmm. at the same time, there's a team that's operating that needs uh, some kind of uh, product ownership support as well. And, and that's where the conflict comes up. Yeah. Because these, these projects have multiple stakeholders and they're going to argue or disagree with the other stakeholders. Like, oh, yeah. no, mine's more important than the other guy. The, the product manager <laughs> definitely has to figure out how to get that funnel down into some kind of decision or a few, uh, like that T-box, you know, a number of items in there to, uh, that's a funnel. So we had to funnel it down for the, the more detailed work to happen. And the business owner is the, a bit of the requirements definer, right? So working with the team, because in our team, we didn't have a BA. We had QA and a tech lead and myself. So who who does requirements? Um, and it's a combination thereof, right? But mostly me, because I'm owning the design and I'm owning the decisions and therefore really defining all the requirements of the story. The QA would help with the criteria in the story. And then the other thing was keeping the product manager, you know, sort of out of the the way of the team. So they don't have to be bogged down with what the team is actually executing on, right? So the product manager did not participate in a lot of our meetings, our team meetings. They were not a part of the team itself. We would bring him to our room for a discussion of the discovery board, as well as the sprint planning to help understand his priorities. And then the team made their own decisions about what to pull into sprints. Are you new to Agile or Scrum? Looking for a fun way to pick up the knowledge to become an Agile team? Go get the novel, Agile Noir. It's a dramatic novel about a project manager who needs to transform his teams to become Agile because his life depends on it. This book is available in the US on Amazon, in India on pathy.com, In China, it's available on my WeChat store. Links are in the show notes. This is the last episode of Designers Who Switched to Agile. The series started at episode 150. If you're like my friend Ricardo and you missed the first episode, using your favorite search engine, search for Lancer, Agile Thoughts, Denise Lodge.